0: Well, we've started the season of Advent leading up to Christmas and so for the next four weeks we're going to be talking about the theme of delighting in Advent. And today the topic is delighting in hope. You know, the expectation of good things coming is important to us at any time in our lives uh, to keep us going and perhaps more so this year with all the problems with COVID-19 And we could probably all use a little more hope. There are lots of broken dreams around us now. And I've experienced a few myself. Like some of you, I had a vacation planned earlier in the year in May. Uh, We had flights booked to Europe where Cheryl and I were going to visit my sister in southern France and then go to northern Europe. Actually, northern Italy. And perhaps you uh, remember what it was like at that time. The bad stories started coming out from China in March and then April. All the scenes of coffins being piled up in the north of Italy. Terrifying news. And we thought, oh no. We waited a while, hoping, but it didn't clean up, clear up. So we ended up cancelling our flights. And... uh, so perhaps some of you know also that we had a Cheryl and I experienced a broken dream just this week. Really, our first grandchild was born in Ottawa on the sixth of November, and so we had flights booked to go and see our new little granddaughter, lovely little girl called Isla. Um, well, then just a few days before our flights the new COVID restrictions came into place and it looked as though we were going to have to cancel. So, broken dreams again. Um, You know what it's like? Instead of excitement and celebration, disappointment and along with that, boredom. And you know what I mean. We've all had trouble not being able to see families and friends the way we would like to have done. And then some of you have, needed surgical operations and they've been cancelled or delayed and some of them with uh, serious problems as a result. Uh, It's terrible. Some have had their employment terminated. For some, your businesses have taken a dive or even closed. And of course, for the church, we've had our meetings curtailed and even cancelled. So we need hope right now. And although the, the idea of a stripped-down Christmas isn't exactly helping, perhaps thinking about the birth of Jesus will. We'll start by looking at a prophecy. Most prophecies of Scripture are written in a time of trouble, and their intention is to turn our eyes to God, who is giving hope for the future. And the one we're going to look at now from Isaiah chapter 9 is no exception. It's very well known and I'm sure we'll come across it again during this season. Uh, It was given to Isaiah more than 700 years before Christ was born, at a terrible time when the people of Israel were facing invasion from Assyria, a nation to the north, the rising regional power. So the northern parts of Israel were already occupied, apparently, when Isaiah wrote this prophecy. And uh, so Isaiah wrote, giving hope and referring back to the time when the Midian invaders were defeated by Gideon. So Isaiah nine two to seven. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness a light has dawned. You've enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For, as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the yoke, the rod, sorry, the the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, And forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. There we are hope for the Israelites in 700 BC. And the hope looks way beyond the current issue with Assyria. And it looks forward to the birth of Jesus the Messiah, who would bring lasting salvation and peace. Now, in the New Testament, we find two remarkable examples of people who held that hope strongly and then saw it fulfilled. And these are recorded in Luke, in Luke chapter 2. So let me read a few verses from the Gospel of Luke. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. Simeon's hope, that kept him alive. Powerful hope. A few verses further on, verse 36. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshipped day and night, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. Or you could say hoping for the redemption of Jerusalem. A powerful hope. And despite the fact that these two people didn't understand at all clearly who Jesus was in the way do, we do now, um, they still had a great hope for us. We have much more reason to celebrate. And that's the season, isn't it? Celebration. More parties, more decorations, more family get-togethers, more gifts than at any other time of the year as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ and well perhaps not quite so much celebration this year will the family be able to get together have you had difficulty buying presents Uh, hope for a normal celebration is bleeding away and can I can you find hope that this time most of us probably feel that we need it The answer is yes, and the reason is because what can give us hope in almost any difficulty or discouragement that we see looming ahead is what the birth of Jesus tells us about God. Because the birth of Jesus was a wonderful confirmation of God the Father's wonderful, deep love for us, a reliable love, and not just that, but his willingness to intervene dramatically in this world's normal state. So how does it go, that verse that we all know so well? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. So during this season, as we dwell on those far away events, the assurance of that intervening love can give us hope. Hope for a future that really is in God's hands and so will be a good future now is there anything that we can do to impress that hope on our hearts and minds there are a few things that I think we can do one thing is just to make sure that we're in the gospels Um, reading the birth story it's easy to put that aside and yet that's got a lot of powerful message in it. Maybe use the extra time that we might have if we're stuck at home to listen to good Christian Christmas music where the lyrics really mean something at this season. And maybe when inclined to express frustration with COVID-19 restrictions or someone else is expressing the frustration think how to rather encourage one another with uh, what gives me hope is in the message of Christmas, of course. So may you have a great season over the next four weeks.